can you? What was that noise? Man, we gotta clean out these fucking rafters, bro. I tell you, we gotta clean out these rafters, man. Carrier pigeons keep getting in here somehow. Welcome to another episode. It's your boy Sam. You already know you can't spell champion without it, but more importantly, we got our host here. Your favorite filthy animal. Oh, so. Hey, I hope you got your your boots strapped up, your shirt tucked in, got your bed <laughs> bone because you're about to be drooling. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Hulk. Mm-hmm. By Donny Cates, who who just Oh, we just didn't we just do a Donny Cates joint? Fresh off of writing the last run of Venom. Venom, yeah, okay. And the, the um then uh the black. Dang, I forgot the name of it. I forgot the name. Donny Cates, man. Hold on, I'm about to look it up. <laughs> How did I forget the, the run he did with no coming back to Take the symbiotes and whatnot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute Carnage. He got Venom by Donny Cates. Silver Surfer. King in Black. King in Black. God Country. We reviewed that on Carrier Pigeon. Definitely God Country. So, uh, we're very familiar with Donny Cates up in here. Yeah, Donny Cates is, and now he's writing the Hulk. Yo, Donny Cates is this, this is the one I was talking about when uh, him and Al Ewing's uh, swipe book, swap books. Oh, when they switched? Because Al Ewing was writing The Hawk, and now he's writing Venom. Venom. And Donnie Cates is writing The Hawk. Now. He's like, yo, you want to trade, writing, bro? Yeah, trade me real quick. Let's, <laughs> you know, let's write, let's write the opposite runs. That's so dope. That's dope as hell. Only in comic books could you do something yeah. like that. And, and, this, and this new version, this new um, Hawk run, they reference the King in Black and... No, um, Al Ewing's run of the Hulk. No, they don't. Yeah, genius. Just, just briefly though, like the first few pages, they re- they reference it. The continuity genius. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's so. Where, so where do we start with this book? Uh, this book, uh, written by Donny Cates, Cates, and um, drawn by one of my favorite artists. His name is Ryan Otley. He's responsible for um, I believe he did some work on the Walking Dead comic. Mm-hmm. And he's um was the he was the main artist uh for Invincible. Got you. Okay. He also does a lot of other stuff, but most people probably know him for That's probably his most iconic ones. Invincible and uh I think he I think he only did covers for the Walking Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't really recall. Maybe I don't I'm about to look at him again, but I think he may have done done some pages in there as well as some covers. <laughs> so he's a dope artist. Substantial artwork. Yeah, yeah. Shout out his name again. It's uh, Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley. Make sure you go check him out. All right. Yeah. So what run? Uh, oh, what was that? My chapstick. <laughs> what run <laughs> of the Hulk are we dealing with today? Okay. This is, uh, you mean like the, as far as the story goes? Mm-hmm. So this story, the intro is basically the Hulk punching a giant metal door. That's all you get. It's just him punching the door and it's, um, Text boxes. They tell it's, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's Doctor Strange talking to the Avengers. Mm, okay. And he's basically saying, um, "We've been, you know, thinking the Hulk was the threat this whole time. What if it the Hulk exists only to protect us from Bruce, Bruce. Banner?" <sighs> so that he, right there is enough to turn right? everything on a dime. I was like, "What?" So they call this run. This arc is called uh, Smashed or Not. Okay. Smashed or not. 
So basically, Hulk smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, it starts off. Bruce Banner is in like um, uh, like a hallway. It's all red, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, I think I want to say it's Betty Ross. That's the only Betty I know in the Hawks universe. It's Got Betty you, Ross. Yep. So she pops up and she's talking to Bruce, and this is where they uh reference, um, the Immortal Hawk, written by Al Ewing, mm-hmm. and he says um. The story took place in uh El Paso, Texas. So he was doing all all that stuff out in Texas. Like mm. you, know, you know, Banner getting killed by day, Hawk coming back by night. Yep. Now Banner's alive again. But the Hawk was doing stuff all through the night, killing people. Right. Anybody, anybody he saw fit who wasn't doing right, he was taking them out. So he references that and he's like, you know, um, I'm tired of him being in control and you know. And she says, no, we need you too. He said, nobody even know what I sound like. You only need me when the hawk. Y'all need me when y'all need the hawk. Mm. So nobody even pays me no mind. He's like, y'all don't even fuck with Bruce. Yeah. He said he didn't want to be this monster. He just wanted to be a scientist until, you know, whatever happened to him. So, and then he uh, tells her, now, get out of my head. And this is when you realize he wasn't even there physically. Well, she wasn't there physically. Because after he says, now, get out of my head, she disappears. Now, she was warning him that this whole plane he has is going to blow up in his face, but he's not paying no mind because he has the Hulk locked behind That the big door. door? Got and you. he can't get out. So he feels like, you know, this plane is going to be foolproof. Mm-hmm. Now, they go back to um, Dr. Strange talking, and he's telling the Avengers he, uh, he's been inside Bruce's mind, like, briefly, before he was cast out. I guess Bruce has built something to where he split his psyche up into three parts. Yeah. They didn't say what the third part was yet. For hmm. Right now, it's just Banner, and he's using the Hulk. The Hulk's basically the Hulk's rage mm-hmm. but behind the door. Now, his body is already the Hulk, and he's attached, like, gear to him. Like, he had got a visor, you. something on his head, shit on his shoulders. Like It's so, like he's put on a Hulk suit. But it's, it's only his shoulders and his head. Okay. So he's like, uh, I guess it's the, you know, he basically called her like a, a starship. Mm-hmm. What uh, Dr. Strange called it, like, basically he turns the hawk into a starship. Now, you don't really know what that means until the second issue. Well, the first the first issue later on. But so basically it's like he split the psyche up and he uses the hawk's um, rage as the tool to fuel the body and does whatever he wants. Like he has gotcha. like it's like the conduit. He has like a a, a knob and it goes up to ten, but he clicks it one, two, and while he does that, on the other side of the door, things come and they attack the hawk. Makes him angry. Which keeps him which keeps him angry. Keeps him rage. So it's like full of rage. Infinite armies and then he brings down a Fin Fang Foom and a whole bunch of giants. Yeah. Then um a giant fucking Wolverine comes and it just is it's just keeping him angry so he can do what he has to do. To you know achieve his goal, so they telling him, Doctor Strange is telling him like you know we could have been wrong this whole time. Yeah, Banner might might have been the threat this entire time, and the Hulk was you know trying to protect the us. barrier between us and Banner. Yeah, so they like now well we have Iron Man hunting tracking him down. So they next page is um the Hulk and um Iron Man and the Hulkbuster they fighting. Yeah, so you know Iron Man he think he got him on the ropes. He uh shoots his bomb off. It's like six of six uh Hulkbusters. And they shoot these bombs off and they hit him, but they're adamantium like flakes. Ooh. That come and they attach themselves to the Hulk and 
um, Tony Stark can control them to turn them wherever he wants. Oh, so after they penetrate his skin, he makes them into like a hard barrier that attaches to the floor, so he can't move. Oh, that's crazy! That's some crazy technology. And it looked like actual like like sharp flakes, like thin flakes. They was floating towards him. Damn. Tony Stark's a fucking genius. Yo, super genius. Like, <laughs> yo, bro, how you think of that? He's so annoyingly smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, I hate you so much. You're so right. smart for nothing. Just figure this out. No one was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, uh, th- that's the, um, the beginning of the fight. Yeah. So when he does that, Banner gets the control joint. The, uh, I'm going to call it a gear. Yeah. He pushes it up to one. Now when he pushes up the one behind the door, something shoots the hawk. He turns around. It's a giant army. So this is stage one of getting a mad. So now he's destroying the tanks, killing the people. And it's on the outside. Yeah. The physical, the Hulk is, you know, Banner is controlling the body from inside. I, like the, psych, the psyche, basically. Yeah. Keeping the psyche upset behind the door. I'll control the, the Hulk's body. So gotcha. on the outside, he's ripping his arm out of the adamantium thing. And at the last minute, when it's like the skin is ripping, he punches the bone so the his hand and arm is separated. He takes the arm from one of the Hawkbusters and just jams it on his on his forearm. He punches Banner, but he realized Banner said, "I'm not Banner, uh, Tony Stark's." And Tony Stark was like, "How did you know I wasn't in that suit?" Because he went full force when he punched him. Mm. He said, "I didn't, but thanks for the heads up." So then he punches through the wall, and when he as he punches, his arm grows back. So it's like, boom, boom. He punched through the suit. Tony Sarks is down. And he like, you know, you shouldn't do this. You can't Yo. do this. He's like, I didn't come here for a fight, believe it or not. I just came for this. And they zoom out to this giant celestial that looks like a giant Iron Man that Iron Man built in the King in Black. That's a second reference. Got another you. Another story. Got you. So in the, in the, like the chest of the celestial that's sitting there, it, it looks basically, it's like a giant um, black and gold Iron Man. Okay. But it's a, a portal, like thing like a, a light blue Rick and Morty looking portal. Got you. Yep. In the chest piece. Yep. So Banner was like, basically, I came for this and um, I'm leaving, not because I'm afraid of y'all or y'all want me to. I'm leaving on my own accord. Yeah, I'm leaving because I got what I want. Because he said, whatever I'm going to become, y'all won't, y'all don't have a plan for me now. So y'all definitely won't have a plan for me then. And he goes through the portal and then as he's like, Bleeding from the eyes and stuff, cause it's like it's like basically Tony Stark was trying to tell him before he jumped in, like the math is off. You don't know where this is gonna take you. Yeah. So he like it doesn't even matter. I'm I'm leaving. Y'all won't have to worry about the Hulk ever again. I'm out of here. I'm gone. And that's, and that's why he put on the the basically like the tech on the Hulk so he can travel through things like this. Got you. So um, that's the end of issue one. Him going through the portal. The second issue starts with him. Uh, he makes it into like a dimensional plane, like in between their Earth and somewhere else. Gotcha. But it's just the Hulk flying through. It's like he looked like Superman with just his arms at the side. He just flying. Banner just sitting in a chair, looking controlling at controlling everything, looking through the visor. It's basically red, so he sees everything that's going on. He falls asleep. It's almost like he's in his own Iron Man suit. Yeah. But it's the Hulk. Yeah, and he. <laughs> Yeah, because you know how they... How they always depict Jarvis and everything when Tony's in yeah. there. It's, it kind of seems like that. They also, in another Hulk um, story, they depicted it as um, 
in the mind, well, Bruce and the Hulk you know, basically share a mind. Mm-hmm. And one or the other takes the driver's seat, is what they call it. In the last uh. run of the Hulk, it was it was a physical car. And once the, the new Hulk was driving, the Hulk busts out of the trunk, grabbed him, put him in the truck, and then the Hulk was driving. And that's when he turns into the Hulk. Got you. So they okay. make they make the, the psyche of them like it's a constant fight. Got you. And in this instance, it's not a fight anymore because the banner banner outsmarted the Hulk, put him behind the door, locked it, and now he controls everything that's going on yeah. outside. But still powered by the rage still of powered Hulk. By the rage. Yeah. That's crazy. And he can change at any given time with that's the, wild. the throttle. That's a lot of that's a lot of power to just have access to at any given yeah. time. And like he's he's awake for it now, so it's like it's not like oh I fell asleep and I turned to the hawk in my sleep. Now the hawk is running the streets, or I died, yeah. and on the all times he's bed witnessing all back. of yeah. it. He's controlling it actually. He's yeah, making he's it happen. It. Yeah, he's he's in charge now. So basically, so to speak, he's driving. So to speak, that's crazy. That's so smart. Yeah, they, and they never say how he came up with the door idea either. But it's, it's just I'm a, sure we're gonna find out. Yeah, we definitely. Gonna I'm find sure out. we're gonna find out. It's, it's a giant, probably a super ingenious plan. Yeah, because like Dr. Strange said, he, he fractured his psyche into three parts. And like I said, they never mentioned third part unless the third part is just the Hulk's body. Mm-hmm. So it could be his rage. It could be the rage of the Hulk, Banner, Hulk's body. Yeah, Hulk's body. But I got I got a feeling it's, it's going to be something else be because it was like it was like there was a loon or something else, but they never really said it. And then like they didn't want to give away the whole pack. Yeah, and like I said, he told her to get out his head and she just poof disappeared. And that's when you realized. He, they weren't. They're not in the physical. They're in the mind. The mind. The psyche. Okay, that makes a ton of sense. So, um, the second issue starts. He already made. He made it through the portal. So now he's flying through this in between dimensions type of thing. And it's like four people come, and they, the, the leader of the group is like, you know, telling him he can't be here. You know, stop. Turn around. We'll have to do such and such. Blah blah blah. But then the next panel is him screaming no, and then it's the hawk. Flying through all four of them, just blood all over him. Dang. He, he did demolish him. He didn't even like, they didn't show no fight. It was just like, he flew straight through blood. Dang. And at this point, he's an autopilot. So he's just flying through this dimensional plane. And Banner is asleep in the chair inside his mind. He's just knocked out sleep. He's just letting it just do his thing. Yeah, doing the things. But t- until it runs into a ship and it crashes straight through the hull of the ship. And it's like, it's saying alert like he has alerts and stuff inside it's like a cockpit basically yeah so it's, alert. it's like he's controlling the Gundam yeah it's <laughs> alerting him that something went wrong on the outside so he wakes up and then Betty pops back up and she's talking like she knew this plane wasn't gonna work and blah 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 cause I don't know I don't know how she keeps popping up maybe they get Just to that weird. too but so then he, um, as he's going through the ship she might be like an anchor point in his uh, anchor point in his psyche, like to Possibly. call back to, or like whenever something's going on, that's kind of like the narrator or the voice of reason. Because I believe she was in the last run as well when they went to um when they went to hell to get Banner back. Because mm-hmm. somewhere along the line they got split, and the Hulk left Banner in hell and dipped. He said, "No, nah, I don't need you no more, bro. You stay." Yeah. Here. So I get something else happened, and they had to go back down there. It was um Red Hawk, regular Hawk, and this Harpy. And they went back down there and they got um, Banner and they talked to the one above all. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm going to I'm have to read that whole run again because I want to do that one because yeah. that, was, that was a good run. So um, as he's going through the ship, this blue 
this blue portal forms out of nowhere and the tentacles come out and it grabs the hawk. Now his weight is way stronger than the hawk and it's pulling him in, so he has to kick it in the second gear. Now second gear is um Fing Fang Foam, all the all the giant yep. dragons. Yep. So he's mad, he's fighting them now. So he get a little stronger, he's pulling away from the blue tentacles. They get even stronger pulling him in, he kicks it to three. Now three is a um giant wolverine. So Betty's back to saying it's not gonna work. Now the door is like has a glow on the outside of it and everything is it's it's going it's wild. It's going, yeah, it's getting wild. Like it's critical that they send um critical um damage and everything is going wrong right now. The the portal is pulling us in even more, we're taking more damage. So he eventually he um the hawk kills the giant wolverine. He takes one of his claws, like rips it out of his hand, stabs him with it. Uh. And at that point, he's already through the portal now. He's in there. He's falling. He falls into a, a lab. Now, and when he falls into the lab, he gets up and he's yelling. But he, when he walks forward, something stops him, like a, a invisible Like thing. a barricade? Yeah, but it turns blue when he touches it. So he's punching it now. And he's, you know, let me out of here. And then somebody speaks and says, um, it says, uh, you're so much different than the rest of them. You can actually speak. And you're in control. What? So he's like, whoever you are, let me out of here. Or I'm going to ruin this entire planet when I figure out how to get out of this barrier you put me in. So they show a silhouette of somebody that's a, a dude with a cane. And he's bald. You can tell he's bald. He got on glasses. All you see is a black shadow and a shine from his glasses. Probably an old, old ass version of Bruce Banner. He walks forward and he says, my name is Bruce Banner. And you have nothing to fear. And that's when it, the issue ends. He has an eye patch, bald-headed. The lab is kind of wrecked, but at the same time, it's in decent condition. And he steps forward and says, he's Bruce Banner, and you have nothing to worry about or fear. He said, I finally caught, I finally caught one after so long, and you hmm. can actually speak and reason. And then he introduces himself as Bruce Banner and tells the Hulk he has nothing to fear. What the heck? And that's where that issue ends. And this this came out Wednesday too, so I'm having to wait like maybe two weeks for the next one to come out. Okay, wait. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where this could go. Like, there's so many different directions. Like, I'm sitting here thinking that it's like a multiversal area where, like, okay, I'm thinking like, remember in Hulk and Loki in mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Where, like, he, they had that planet where, like, all the other variants of Loki that, like, were being pruned or whatever would end yeah. up. What if it's, like, an area like that where, like, hawks just hulk. keep showing up? Because he said he finally caught one, but he he Sick. spoke of them as if he's met different ones before. Yeah, like... And this like, is the first one he's actually caught. Because that's what makes me think he's encountered angry versions of, like, yeah. perhaps the hawk or even Bruce Banner depicted as an angry person yeah. in and that level of wherever they are, that dimension or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, this might be this might be a different... Yeah, it might be a whole Earth different plane because, or like, whoever they at. Like Tony said, the math is off, so you don't know where it's going to take you. And while right. he was in the stream, something grabbed him out. It was tracking the gamma radiation. And it found him in the stream and grabbed him in. Huh. So, so that's that's him. That's that's the that's the the guy reverse engineering that. He's like, yo, I got gamma radiation in me. And the only other thing that's going to have gamma is fucking is, Hulk. Yeah. So well, anything that come through here with gamma, I'm snatching it. Yeah, and he and he, and he caught one. But I'm, like I said, I'm sure I love he's the way met. they say it though. Like caught, like like he's a yeah. fisherman, like he's a Hulk fisherman. Yeah. 
he said he said you can you can speak and you can reason and you're in control because he was he was talking to him like you know let me out of this but he says i finally caught one so i'm assuming like i said he's met other ones and they've all and they been, probably tried to set wreck on yeah because he had an ipad like i said he had an ipad you walk with a cane so he's obviously been through some battles been yeah. through some war if he's regular bruce banner he's not gonna need none of that no so like yeah okay i'm very i'm very invested yeah. now this is curious they going, they going. Is there a specific name for this Hulk run, or is it just Hulk? It's called Hulk. Okay. That's it. The last one was Im- the Immortal Hulk. This is good. This is interesting because, there's, like I said, there's so many different directions they can go with this. Yeah, I, w- I would really like to see where they're going to go. With I like the involvement of Doctor Strange because, again, that makes it another way that they can just flip things around because the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So yep. Strange being involved just immediately like said, he was weaves in there. other dimensions into it. Yeah. So it's and like... They went to another dimension off rip. See, you in. makes sense. This is this is interesting. This is a perspective I've never even thought of with the character arc of Hulk. Yeah, I, like as long as I've known who the Hulk is, I never once thought about hmm, maybe Bruce Banner's the bad guy. Yeah, never. That's never yeah, entered never, into my thought space. I, never thought I just that. always felt bad or had empathy for Bruce Banner because he got this angry monster yeah. inside him and he, he just control it right but maybe that's a facade maybe he's selling us he's fishing us but like like i said something something had they they reference they reference it twice and i need book. to know that third part of his psyche that's split yeah i want to i want to know that too they said something that well not something the stuff that happened in, in el paso basically you know out in el paso the hawk was in control yeah it didn't matter it didn't matter in in that run of al ewing's uh hawk it didn't matter really what happened to Bruce. When the sun went down, the Hulk came out. Got you. So he it, so it was almost like, like on some vampire stuff. Yeah. Like, like as soon as the sun set, your time, you your time is You're done. a werewolf now. Yeah. And and this Hulk could speak and everything. He had a he he eventually uh, formed a team mm, in the book. Okay. So it was like he was like in full control when the sun was out. Okay. When, when the sun went down, he was in full control. Hulk was like, I'm gathering my gang. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they had a team and everything. I love the depth that they're that they're trying to give the Hulk now. Because for the longest he's just been Smash, 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 smash destroy, yeah. destroy, cataclysm. Talking it's, like a four year old. Yeah, me Hulk, me yeah. smash. Like this is great. They're giving him more of an intellect, a lot more dialogue. And the fact that they have this other rendition where it's like the Hulk is only a, a weapon almost. The Hulk is only a piece of he's really he's really being used like a tool in yeah. this joint. He's, yeah, in this he's, one, yeah. He's not a, a recognized character. He's a tool in this. And that's very interesting. Because that means that lets me wonder like, what did this version of Bruce have to go through to get to that point? Everything he went through in the in the room before this. Because the the end of the the end of the last run, it was basically him saying like, you know. That's why I think it might be, it might be, the Red Hawk. The other part. Yeah, because at the end of the last issue, he said. Oh, yeah, you did say he was there to help him go get Banner out. So that's probably the three. And he mentioned like you know, all the faces that I can see, all the faces I see, or something like that. He said. The two in the mirror, and in the door he was leaving out, it was the Green Hawk and the Red Hawk standing behind him. And then he walk out into like you know the sunlight and everything like that. And he says, "I'm I am strong or something like that. I'm gonna be all right or something like that." 
But that was the end of the last issue. And then That's this issue starts. He broke his psyche up into three. That's interesting. I'm so drawn in to where this could go. Yeah. I like I said, I love it. It, it was it's just like when they flipped Joker in Batman White Knight and they made Joker oh, like a yeah, politician, yeah. almost like a good guy. Yeah. Like it that was it, a, it was one of covered out too. That was a dope. That was a dope run. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those like I said, it's like one of those things because this character, the Hulk is just known for hulking, doing yeah, Hulk shit. That's it. It's like Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar comes to WWE and doesn't suplex city people, they're going to be like, what, what is this? Yeah, what, what is he doing? Hulk comes to Hulk's, Hulk stuff. Right. And like, <laughs> to Hulk stuff. The fact that he's not, it makes it so much or more the, intriguing. Or the fact that he is, but it's so controlled and precise he's, now. Yes, he's doing it. Almost for, like for reason, intelligently. Yeah. Like there's so much more to come with it. I, yeah, I need to know more. I need to yeah. know. This is I great. Mean, they, they both really from writing, you know, the other books being Venom and the Hulk. They deal with duality. And then, and then they swap. They're both like, uh, starting off to like great stars. Cause the Venom, Venom also dropped the same day that Hulk dropped, mm-hmm. which was last week. So Al, not, yeah, Al Ewing's Venom dropped, and that Venom started with um, Eddie Brock being the hive mind because they defeated the King in Black. Yep. And his son is um, has bonded with the Venom symbiote now. Ooh. And they also have Sleepers back, which is um, the child that uh, Venom had in the last run. It's basically like um, – its own thing. It it takes the shape of a cat, but it also can take the shape of a man, and it can put people to sleep. It's like black and lime green. Oh, that's dope. It's it can it can speak and everything. Zygarde? No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but it sticks with Eddie's son. In this in this version of Venom, he's the hive mind, and something is coming. So like when they go on missions and stuff, it was like one odd semi with red eyes, and it was it had a, a eerie message for Brock, and then it just disappeared. And um, Brock went somewhere, like through a portal or something, and he ended up in front of basically I'm gonna call this dude basically like the they say Noah was the creator of the symbiotes, but this dude also looked like he could have been the creator of him as well because he was hmm. he was pitch black like them. He had a, like a robe on, like a crown made out of it. And oh, everything. okay. But they all they had Eddie's bones though, like everything hmm. everything that happened. In the past and in the present and the future will always happen. And they had his bones, his bones laid out, and they were gonna do something to bring him back. I'm waiting for issue two, but they were gonna do something that they already that they already have done before. Yeah, with his remains. That's interesting. So, That's super interesting. So both of these both of these runs are gonna be very. It makes very sense dope. though. It makes sense that they would first of all both work in this kind of space and trade so seamlessly because. Again, both characters deal with duality. Venom and the struggle between Venom and Eddie Brock or, you know, whatever, the hive mind or whatever rendition he's in, depending on the comic run. And then Bruce and Hulk. It's like, that goes hand in hand. Yeah. It's two stories of duality. Two probably of the most recognizable stories of duality in comics. Very true. Man, I'm very intrigued with these. This is, this is cool. Like I said, only in comics or, like, maybe music could someone do something like this where it's <laughs> like, hey, this is my shit, but... um. I want you to try it. Right. Like, right. oh, in turn, I'm going to give you my shit and you try that. Yeah. Like, 
that couldn't work in another and not many other no. fields. It's like only like comics and music. So it's yeah. like that's so cool to see them just trade places like that. Yeah, that, I, that's why I was excited for that. It's so I cool. Like, I read both these runs. I was like, yo, they they about to swap books. That's just, yo, I never heard of anything like that. Like swap book, and I think they both they both dropped fifty issues of the last run of Hawk and Venom. Oh, okay. See. Well, it might be might be a little more for Venom because the King in Black was like part of it. That's like a spinoff of yeah, it. Was it was like it was like the end of it was like the end of that run, the King in Black. Dude, Carrier Pigeon is getting deep, baby. Carrier Pigeon. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for that one. So we got that coming up. I I need to hear more about this Hawk because, like I said, this is one of the most interesting backstories I've ever heard. I got another Hawk book too. The uh the um. How are we pronouncing that? I'm just call him Maestro. Maestro? They have um, his origin. Oh. They also have a third um, arc coming out called, uh, I think, World War M. Basically showing um, how he took over. First, it was him, you know, ended up where he ended up in the wasteland. Mm-hmm. And then it was him, you know, strategically taking out whoever was left. Like the strongest left in the wasteland, and his last one is, I guess, basically him taking over. So, anytime you mm. see him in older books that they put out already, he was yeah. already established. Got this you. is how he did it. Got you. In the beginning. So, I got I got the first, I think I think they both have five issues apiece. So, I got the first 10 issues. Okay. And then I, the next uh, arc comes, I think, in January, February. That's so clean. So, we got a lot. We got a lot. To anticipate for Carrier Pigeon, like I told y'all in the last episode, make sure y'all get locked in on PushStartMediaNetwork.com because Carrier Pigeon is going to have its own space now on the website starting in January. You will no longer be able to access Carrier Pigeon through To Be Continued. It's going to go back to its old format and Carrier Pigeon is going to have an entirely new block for you guys to find on the website, on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. you know, Google Samsung podcast, however you consume your casties, but (laughs) (laughs) casties. Also, anything else you want to take the folks out? Got a lot more coming. I got I got a lot of books. Enough books inside a small store. (laughs) That's no cap either. This man's comic collection is ridiculous. Not even over exaggeration. I wish it was. So I mean, that's why we. (laughs) That's why we had to find a resource for us to put this to work because you know, also partakes in a lot of comics. And, yeah. and we don't have no presence like that on our uh, on our network. So now we shall. We got new shows coming. Make sure y'all listen to the current shows that we got. Pushed our podcast to be continued. Uh, How we'd book it. The Marksman Wrestling Podcast, etc. And we're also gonna have another podcast coming. I'm not gonna tell you about it on this one because I don't have nothing to do with comics. But we got <laughs> another podcast coming. That's actually gonna be there before January. So just keep in tune to that. You know, we got a lot of goodness yeah, going on for you. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yep, we're just gonna go ahead and head up out of here, y'all. But if y'all need to find us, you already know. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. You guessed it. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. Wash your hands, brush your teeth. Champion out.